Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. I am your host, Jaminator, for this evening, and with me as always is the Ash Cohen 09. Welcome, Ash. Hello and uh, welcome to another one. Thank you very much for having me and uh, yeah, looking forward to it, as always. Good, good. and uh, two regulars uh, for the podcast this week. Um, they uh, they can't get away from us, unfortunately. Uh, we'll introduce them simultaneously, but Berger, you can say hello first. So Berger and Bry, welcome. Uh, thanks for having me on again, guys, and hopefully it'll be a good one. Yeah, hello, nice to be back. Big night for you at Burns Night, is it, Bry? Uh, oh, I've already had my haggis, uh, tatties and neats for me dinner. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, uh, yeah, look, we've got a lot to get through. Obviously, we're going to cover the first uh, few uh, match days of Division 1 and 2. We're going to briefly talk about F1 and, and obviously the transition potentially over to the new game. Uh, we'll cover the latest BFA that we've had in between and also touch on a few things happening on AG in general, like the book is. But to kick off, we're going to go through uh, some of the goings on in Division 1. Um, well, Berger, we'll start with you. Um, I mean, again, there's three people um, after four games on a perfect record. Um, can you just read them out um, in ascending order, please, if that's okay? Oh, okay, I'll, I will do. Uh, Jaminator, Punky, and Bunk, Burger Boy. No, no, that's descending. No, no, read them three, two, one, please. Oh, Burger Boy, Punky, then Jam. <laughs> so, so Burger's third. Yeah. And where was I? Top. Oh, okay, nice. You won't be for long. <laughs> no, look, hey, look, it's it's a shock, right? It's like when you see, you know, something up a tree that shouldn't be there. How the hell did that get there? Mm. Um, you know, look, it's uh, it's been a, an interesting couple of game weeks for me. Um, and hey, yeah, top of the table clash, me and Plunkett coming up, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, Berger, we'll we'll come to you first. Uh, again, you know, twelve points out of the uh, the first four fixtures. Um, again, not not necessarily easy games. Obviously, you've had Sean, who you know can be a bogey player for for a lot of people, and he did manage to score two goals in both games against you. Um, obviously, then you had Gardner, who of course obviously is your your friend, so would have rolled over to try and get you some points. Um, <laughs> but uh, do you want to give us a bit of an appraisal as to what I'll, happened in your first games, please? Yeah, I would say it's the reverse. I think if they would, if you were to ask, if you want six points off somebody they'd probably say burger first time anyway <laughs> so it's not like it's them giving me six points or whatnot but yeah um just trying to think sean's game really i think there was one half that i obliterated him and all the rest were pretty even i was just more clinical hmm. um and then the garden one which was more interesting uh i'm falling it up in the first game hmm. a half time and i thought yeah could get a few more goals here uh, how wrong was I? Um, he got three goals back and then it was an early end, uh, but managed to hold on. And then the second game, my striker got sent off in the 17th minute. Um, oh, that was great. And then I had to change my formation around and it was just all about staying in the game. And I went down, got back level, went down again, got back level and then I scored quite late on to win the game. So I just managed to eke out another three points there where maybe I don't know how I got him it's, it's, it's been down to 10 men for a long period of time it's yeah. difficult against anyone really um, especially when you've got no other strikers it is it's, it's not like real life is it sometimes when you no. see a team go down to 10 you think oh that's it now they're going to shut up shop you know they're going to gonna ride it out but on FIFA you, you just get fatigued so quick because you, yeah. you're trying to cover all the, all the gaps and right. yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy and when um, you don't have another striker as well to bring on or anything like that it, it was just You've got to take your chances when you get through, and I did. 
No, that's that's, that's fair enough. Um, I mean, again, talking of strikers, I mean, we're going to move over to you, Ash, and, and your uh, your first fixtures mm-hmm. um, so far in uh, in Division One. Yeah. Um, you, you've played four. Uh, you've won one, which was uh, was against Aaron, yeah. uh, having lost one as well. But then you uh, well and truly got Boniface, I believe. Yes, I did. Um, which is, you know, I, I lost four one and five uh, three. I think it was. Um, they weren't really a true reflection of the games. They were both quite end to end. But I mean. Yeah, it's Boniface. I did get Boniface. He's just a monster. Um, mm. You know, I think he's up to an eight. Is he set eighty now? I think Boniface. Maybe he's. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you know, he's <laughs> he's done very very well. I've been very fortunate with him over the uh, last season and uh, this one. But yeah, he's it, not been a great start. Um, but I, I'll look on the positives. I don't think I've played too badly in either of them, and uh, I'm confident that I can pick up some results going forward. But um, yeah, I, I'm hoping not to come up against him again. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you're not going to have to come up against him in the league again, at least. I guess. No, the, no, that's, that's true. The, the I mean, obviously, out the way I, I'll have my hopes for the eliminator and the uh, the league cup. And uh, <laughs> I mean, see what happens. I mean, in, in terms of obviously just looking at your your fixtures, obviously Plunkett, you know, understandable. He seems to have, you know carried yeah. it last season's form into this season. He's playing really, really well. Yeah. Um, you know, that's proven by where he is. For me, again, I, I think actually looking at the three of us in terms of me, Berger, and Plunkett that have got max points, and and you know, again, I'll, I'll actually include Morris in there as well. Um, in terms of, you know, just being behind on two, I think that Plunkett's had the hardest games. I think, you know, you're very easy to, to trip up on Ash um, and, and Jeff obviously is, is very difficult on his day as well. So I actually think Plunkett's had the harder the harder fixtures out of the three or four, I should say. Um, looking at your fixtures in particular, I mean, again, you know, we, we said it could be a potential banana skin against Aaron. It was, it was three points fair each, would you say? Yeah, I think so. Um, the first game, which is the one that I won, um, you know, I deserved to win. The second game, he changed it up a little bit and, um, yeah, he, he deserved the win. So I think three points apiece was uh, was fair. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, it, it goes back to the point that I just mentioned about sort of, you know, um, I'm not too disheartened with the way I've played in the four games so far, and uh, I'm confident that you know. I mean, my next game is Paul Lowe's, um, who I always have good games against uh, in the past. So I'm looking forward to uh, you know seeing what what we can do against uh, against Paul. I mean, you know, you, you mentioned Paul there, and again, we'll come on to him now. In Bry, looking at, you know as an outsider, obviously someone who puts the the, the scores in. Um, you know, Paul's had a mixed bag to start the season. He's 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 gone four points out of four games. Um, you know, he, he does have a, a just positive goal difference. He's won one draw, one lost two. Um, are, you, are you surprised to see Paul sort of? I don't know. I wouldn't even say he's sort of faltering because you know we're four games in, right? You know, it's not not very far. Um, but at the same time, again, he's someone I definitely tipped in 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 the podcast last week as um or two weeks ago, sorry, as a as a dark horse. What what would you say about that? Yeah, you'd expect him to have a slightly better start than that. But although I don't know if he's in the middle of rebuilding his team, but he seems to have sold a lot of players. Mm. He's put a post out asking for about players in six different positions. Yeah, I did see and that. He, he's sold a lot. He's got about 140 million Scudo in the bank ready to buy mm. players. Wow. So it just makes me wonder if he's rebuilding the team. 
Mm. I mean, it's a good, it's an interesting point actually. You come on to about Scudo, and we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute, um, sort of or later down the line in the pod, because there does definitely seem to be a bit of a um, uh, the haves and the haves not more than ever. I feel like at the moment, um, maybe that's just myself because I'm definitely part of the latter <laughs> uh, group, but uh, I'm definitely noticing at the minute there's some people. You say Paul, you know, Payne, for example, as well. Rhino spending big at the last BFA. Um, there's definitely some people that have uh, have got more Scudo than others. Um, and, and it seems to be a bit of a bit of a split more than ever. I think it's more to do with some people have spent early, whereas others are sitting on it. Yeah, what potentially waiting for better players? You think, or well, waiting for that had... particular player to come up? Yeah, or... maybe. I mean, I'd spent big early in the season and before the season started, so I'm sat down on thirty million. But that's because I've already spent a load on my team. Mm. I'd rather get my team together early than wait for something to come up in a BFA. Mm. No, that's fair. Um, Berger, just coming back to you on something, you, you mentioned it in, in when you were talking about your league games against uh, Gardner, but I want to just touch on it because it goes into transfer chat as well. Um, you've been very, you know, overt and, and obvious in your search for a forward player, you know, eventually taking Chong off my hands for three mil. Um, and I think to the, the, the humour of Morris or Plunkett, one or the other, one of the X-Men. Um, <laughs> give us some feedback on that. What What's the story behind that? Well, I needed a striker because I need a striker for the Morris game because uh, he's. I've got him suspend. I'm only going to be using him for one game, and he's probably just going to be on the bench. Uh, I just needed a good enough player to move my squad around to at least fit in for one game. And obviously, either Plunkett wanted him or not. I don't know whether he knew he was playing Morris next. I don't know. Right, I okay. seem to jo- join him forces really, but uh, I don't know. Um, I think uh, with obviously Boniface Plunkett's got a good shout of d- doing well this season. Um, I've kept him quiet the last couple of games. I've played against him, so when it comes to it, hopefully I'll do the same whenever I've got him. I mean, again, you think it's all down to Boniface? You think he's, um, he's got a good squad? Yeah, but if you, I suppose if you take your best player out of your, any squad, you're going to struggle. Mm. But... Don't forget, I mean, there's very few centre-backs in this league that probably could cope with Boniface. Um, I've got probably two that could in Coco and uh, Pacho. Um, But he's probably playing 74, 73 centre-hours majority of the time, which for an 80 striker now, because he's gone up again... and it's, not just, and it's not just, um, oh, sorry to button on that, Berger, but it's not even just that against the centre-backs, obviously the keepers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, my keeper is a 70, uh, 70 rated, I think it is. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, Boniface being the sort of, you know, the, the good finisher he is, um, he's more, you know, there's more of a chance of it, <laughs> of it going in than perhaps, he, you know. He definitely uses it very well. The one example I can remember, oh, when I first him. come into the leagues, um, I think Golden Beard, he won two BFAs, and it was Halland and hudson Adoy. And I don't think he used him that well. I think he got relegated or, or something like that from vague memory. But it seems to me that Plunkett is actually using, well, I suppose what any good team, you use your strengths. Don't, I mean, he's not a quick, he's not slow, but he's physical. And whenever I do play him, he does like to try and get past the defender using his strength and all that kind of stuff, which is one of his biggest strengths. So, um, yeah. Um, 
but it makes sense, like you say, if you've got a player like that, yeah, you're gonna 100%. you're gonna you're gonna play up to it, aren't you? Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You, everybody's gonna do that. Arguably, you could say the same with you know like Dan James, for example. Mm. You know, one of the fastest players in the league. You know, you you're gonna you're gonna sort of knock balls forward for him to chase, and and I'm sure you'll you'll do well out of it. Mm. Um, okay, no, that's I think that's fair. And again, you know, Division One again, aside from the the surprise of myself being up there at the top, which as you alluded to, probably won't last very long, um, especially with Plunkett up next and, and the aforementioned Boniface as well. Um, we'll uh, we'll definitely see. Um, again, and any shocks, Bry? Would you say looking at the the table? I mean, again, we're, we're still in the early stages. Obviously, you know, you, you sort of eleventh to fourteenth have only played. Um, the the one set of fixtures and they've all lost all of them, um, but uh, any, anything there standing out for you? Um, well, other than yourself, obviously, like you said, with the analogy of seeing you at the top of the table is like seeing a bicycle in a tree. Um, <laughs> Morris is higher than probably most people were expecting. It's three wins out of his first four games, so I don't know who he's actually played on them. Uh, uh, Bunsey and Paul. Paul. Yeah, so you wouldn't expect him to get nine points out of those two fixtures so he's had a good start uh the ones down at the bottom they've only played two games each that's a bit early to judge them so there's yeah. four of them gardner rye jones sean buncey all lost their opening fixture but and rye should have beat me you know in the first game he he caught me cold and, and should have beat me i scored so i was um two nil down in the night in the 81st minute and won it three two um, so, you know, that again, they're the margins, I guess, you know, we, we talked about Rye as being that person where you think, you know, is he going to do well in division one? Is it maybe too much of a step up? You know, that now we're in two divisions, but he's, he's done well. Um, you know, that, that the losses to me shouldn't reflect badly on him. He, he pushed me all the way in, uh, in both games for sure. Um, okay then boys, so we're going to, we're going to move on from, uh, from division one and just head over just to, um, have a, a brief chat before we go on to Division uh, 2 about the F1. Um, again, good race in Canada last week. Um, I think uh, majority of us, I think all of us were in it, all four of us, I believe. I know I was. Yeah. Berger, you were as well. Ash, were you, you involved? I was. Yes. Can- Canada? Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Of course. Yeah, it was Canada. Don't make me second guess myself. Come on. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, potentially, boys, obviously the, the, the last one on, on this game, what, what do we think about the, the chance of moving over to the other game? Oh, I'm happy to, because I um, seem to be absolutely useless at the current game. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping for a change of fortune there. I mean, Ash, you know, it's it's a new game at the end of the day, you know, mm. so it's going to come with, with slightly different uh, adjustments um, you know, in terms of controller or gameplay. But the main thing, obviously, is that it's um, it's a new game, you know, so there'll be yes. there'll be more updated cars, there'll be, you know, hopefully better graphics, etc. So, yes. uh, are you excited for the change? Yes, you know, looking forward to it. Uh, I've not played anything on it yet, so uh, I will be going into the unknown. Um, but, I mean... I don't know. Uh, I don't know if um, anyone in here has played it yet, um, and how different it is. I, no, I haven't. No, no, I've downloaded it, not played it yet. No, no. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, it's you know we always move on when the new game comes out. Um, we you know take advantage of it. So uh, yeah, it should be good. No, especially with it being on Game Pass Burger as well. Again, that gives us the opportunity to obviously just sort of flip over with that being uh, accessible to most as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's one of the best things that's come from the site, really, that's different to the FIFA setup. Um, I think we've got a good 20-odd, 18 people on Monday night, which, you know, and I think the way that we've integrated it this, well, this 
seasons per se. I think it's worked really well. Mm. Um, even though, you know, you you do get levels, but then you, you do get people finishing higher than they normally would as well against Division One people as well. So, I mean, bro, bro, you know, for yourself, I know Ash, you sort of straddled the the two divisions in the F1. Bright, for yourself, obviously being a predominantly Division Two racer, what what do you think of the setup? Do you like the fact that everyone races together? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you pick your own race within the race, so I'm not trying to catch the Division One guys, but I'll be having a a race with Gaz or Wiz or somebody like that. I think it was yourself. That, I think I don't think it was this week. I mean, it might have been. I think it was definitely the week before. I think, but. I was coming up after a pit stop and you just sort of pulled out the way and just yeah. sort of let me go past. And I think there's something to be said for that. I'm not saying like as in just pull out of my way. I'm, I'm saying in general, like you say, pick your battles because I know I've had it in the past where I say, say I'm first and burger second, every corner <laughs> I take, I'm thinking, well, no, 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 not, nothing to do with you taking me out. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but no, say, say I'm first and you're second, every corner I take, I'm thinking, Oh, I didn't take that very well. Oh, that's pressure. You know, oh, I've just cut that corner. So I think, why put that undue pressure on yourself in that yeah. situation when I mean, I'm not racing you? I mean, well, you're, that's it. You're a different division to me. So if I'm mm. spending a lap defending, exactly, stop you getting past. I'm slowing myself down, and I'm not catching the division two player in front. So it just changes your tactics for the race. You could use you could use it tactically as well and get DRS and just to exactly. keep up with them and all exactly, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. Um, right, and, and just before we move over to Division 2, which we, we will talk about now, um, again, just a, a bit of a pointer for anyone who's not seen it. Um, the AG Sportsbook now includes um, uh, league games, um, which is, is really good. And again, Ash, I'll, I'll come to you on it. Mm. Um, a lot of money spent at the um, the, the last round yes. um, included games like, um, like Rhino versus Harry, which we'll touch on in a moment. Um, but again, welcome edition for you. Yes, definitely, and uh, you know it's an it's another way of people being able to get involved in the uh, in, in the uh, bookies. You know, sometimes you know it, it, it's something fresh, and we're seeing that in the money that's being spent, uh, which is really good. I like the accumulators personally. Um, you know, Plunkett, Burger, and suited to win. I had some uh, eight million on that. It's quite good. Um, so yeah, it's a really good feature, um, and it's a it's a good addition. Um, I like what Plunkett's done. Yeah, very much so. Um, right then, boys. So we're going to move on to, to Division Two. Um, again, you know, you say about me uh, being a shock at the top of Division One, it equally as shocking bright at the top of Division Two. Uh, we've got um, the man himself, Red Rhinoceros, sat there. He has played two more games than uh, and had an extra match day than everybody else, but still, he's sat there on um, twelve points after six games, so not too bad at all. Uh, with yourself hot on his heels, followed by MJG and Soggy, respectively. So, in, in terms of um, the top of Division 2, relatively set up how we thought it was going to be Ash at the last pod. We said that Soggy and MJG was going to be a six-pointer, mm. um, and they took three points each. Um, you know, and, and other than that, they've won the both fixtures their next two games. So, yeah, I think we were kind of right on that one, weren't we? Yeah. Um, you know, they, they were two that we said were going to be up there at the top they certainly will I mean just looking at Rhino you know he's he's obviously had a really really good start you know 12 points and he's top however I have just seen that he's lost 4-3 to Harry so <laughs> I'm sorry he can't be winning the, <laughs> winning the league losing to Harry <laughs> I mean um, that's it I mean it's, only, it's Harry's only win as well yes. you know Harry's played 6 games and he's on 3 points Yes. so you know you can't average half a point a game and expect to do much in this division no um, definitely not 
So wow. uh, so he he's not had the best start really, has he? No, no, he hasn't. Um, but you know, maybe he'll pick up. Who knows? Um, but no, um, Toggy and MJG up there. Bry is you know he's only lost the one game that was against Nuthatch. Um, mm. You know, and yeah, I mean, a bit of, on, on that, Brian. I mean, sorry, sorry, Ash, just to cut in. Brian, that was that's a random loss, that mate. What happened there? Well, if you looked at previous seasons, you'd think me against Nuthatch is an easy win, but it's he's a completely different player now. I mean, Red Rhino um, played him in a couple of friendlies pre-season and said he's got very good. He's played a lot of games, and I think he had a shock win in the D2 Cup as well. Well, what would have been a shock win, but. I mean, he's good enough to be a playoff uh, player now. So he beat me 3-1. He had a couple of lucky goals, but he definitely deserved to win that one. So he's definitely up and challenging with some of the others for playoffs now, I think. And I mean, you've had a good start to the season, you know, two back-to-back 5-0 wins against Andy Brill. Uh, yeah. As we've just talked about, obviously a loss against Nuthatch, but equally a 4-1 win as well. Um, again, a praise your start of the season. How's it going? Yeah, pretty much as I expected. Um, it's Good to see that everybody's dropping points, though. Mm. Other than Wizfox and Raz have only played two games each and won both theirs. But, like, uh, Anunnaki, I don't know if the pressure got to him, were being tipped by everyone to, to win the league. But he lost the game to Rhino in the opening week. Rhino's dropped points to Harry. Soggy and MJG have taken points off each other. So I think it's going to be pretty competitive. Again, I still stand by my point. I think that, you know, yourself will do well, probably Rhino, but I think Soggy and MJG, they're they're still my picks, I think, to do well this season, uh, for sure. Um, Berger, I know you probably can't bring yourself to look this far down, um, but um, again, what do you think about Division 2? Is there anything standing out there? I mean, what about Diadex? Looks like he's barely even woken up. He's not played a game yet. We say Berger, he's he's left himself muted. That's a cardinal sin if he has. Oh dear. Oh Oh dear. dear. (laughs) Come on, man. We've had COVID. We, oh, we know how to repeat the question. I heard it. Um, yeah, <laughs> Al Dio. Um, yeah, he's messaged me. He said he's having a few issues uh, personally. So obviously, as his league admin, I've messaged the guys who's got to play. Um, he might be playing some tonight. I'm not sure. It, sure. He seems to be more. He said he's more going to be more available from today anyway. So hopefully, he can get the game started. But yeah, it, 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 it's always a slow start when you've got someone who's had difficulties and then you, you've got two games to add on and another two games to add on someone else. So, uh, But as for Division 2, I mean, I think Anuki would be my pick still. I know he lost to Rhino, but um, I think he, I think he's the only one that looks out of place. He should be in the top five. I think the top four will be in the top five, I'd have thought, barring any other um, shocks elsewhere, but yeah, it's always difficult to state at the start of the season. Um, and once after like four match days coming, that's when tables start to take shape, to be fair. So, uh, we'll see where that is when it comes to it because that's where you get a better judge from it. I mean, one thing I do want to ask you about, Berger, and again, it's not necessarily going to impact you as much. So, I mean, again, I'll bring the other two guys in on this as well and offer my thoughts. But while we're talking to you, um, I'm just going to mention yourself as well. Um, the previous podcast, we didn't have the, um, the the confirmation about how the playoffs were going to work, how promotion mm. and relegation were going to work. Looking at Division 2 now on my screen, you know, you've got top three all going to go up automatically. And then, you know, fourth down to seventh there are going to uh, get a shot at the playoffs, which 
you know, seventh being halfway, you know, seventh is mid table effectively, yeah. you know, since, since Div 2, you know, didn't want a, a Div 1 player to be the third in their playoff, which obviously is up to them. That's, that's, that's their call. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of um, the, we talked about like, for example, with Scudo, the haves and the haves nots. Can you imagine, you know, somebody finishing seventh in Division 2? How are they going to get on next season if they manage to win the playoffs and end up in Division 1? They've earned the right to it, though. That's that's the simple answer. Um, they might not want to go up, but mm. you know they've earned the right to go up. I mean, if you're asking me what I'd prefer, I'd prefer it like this. I don't mm. see, say, for example, you've played a whole season against everybody, then you play somebody higher up to get into a higher league. I just didn't. I know that's how most of European works. I'm more of a traditional English way, where obviously for so many years it has been. Four versus or second versus six, and then third versus uh, fifth versus fourth. Um, I just I've just never thought it was fair that somebody in the higher division is in the same competition as you that hasn't been in the whole season when they've not played anybody in that league. Um, so you could have come third by by one point, like there was I think it was like last year, wasn't there? And then they lose in the playoff to the person who's in Division One. I just feel, I just feel like, in my opinion, that's not fair. But I feel like that way you've got four people leaving division one as well which can make a good point to it as well mm. um ash what, what's your thoughts on that ash again and then brian as soon as ash is finished you come straight in after as well what, what do you what do you two think again ash first in terms of the playoff picture yeah i mean i i you know it's obviously what they've you know it was has been decided i i personally don't mind it i think you know it means that you're guaranteed um you know four new people going up um you know into the division next season um so yeah i mean for me i i I personally voted um you know for for the division two to do it in in their own league um yeah for me it's not a bad thing Well, I voted for the other system mainly because of the thing. It's more important for me that I need to get promoted this season because if I don't, it's going to be harder next season because of those four players coming down from Div 1. Yeah. If you look at who you think the bottom four is going to be and then compare it to the top four of Div 2, the ones coming down are going to be a lot harder to win points off. So next season, it's going to be harder to go up. I think that's it. You could could you potentially see bright like a almost like a um, what we have in the championship. You know, you see it this season in real life. You know, Southampton, Leicester, um, and I can't remember who the bloody team is. It came down now. Southampton, Leeds, Leeds. That's it. Again, all three of which mock, are doing mock, well. Mock. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all three of which are doing well and 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 are going to fight to go up again this season in real life. Could you see that happening? Obviously, in. Um, it could be, yeah. I mean, with four coming down, chances are three of them will take the automatic promotion going back up. Mm. And then everyone else is fighting for that fourth spot. But you just need someone to have a good season and break into that top three. But yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be harder next season to get out of Div 2. Mm. I think you're right. Um, one of the things um, I just wanted to touch on as well, um, I mean, uh, Berger, you mentioned it in terms of your... Uh, your guys obviously wanting to get six points off you because it means more because you know you uh, you need your friends and there's that banter and whatever. Um, we did have the WhatsApp derby um, played in, in match day two between Payne and Rhino, and a, a surprising um, six points for Rhino um, 
Cheeseburger. He uh, managed to enact some revenge for pain selling Garnacho to Aaron by the look of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, fair fight to Rhino. Um, yeah, six points. That's beat. I'm sure if he was on the uh, here right now, he's probably have a lot more detailed description of the win. But yeah, um, done what he wanted to do. I, I believe. I think he's, mm. if you if you'd asked him who you want to beat, six points. I think Payne would probably be the top of his list, possibly in that I league. Think- I think or... in terms of, well, I, I would definitely agree. I mean, Brian, I think that in terms of the person to watch um, game-wise, apart from Harry, obviously, who has <laughs> scored 16 and conceded 27, um, <laughs> Payne's games look, look to be pretty good. You know, he's scored 13, he's conceded 14, they look like barn burners, and, you know, he's got Boateng there sitting on nine goals after four games. He's he's doing very well. Yeah, he's got scored nine out of the 13, so he's pretty much... That's the focus of his attack, but it's in defence he seems to be having problems. When he scored 13, conceded 14, he's not had the best start to the season, and I think he's already out of the Div 2 Cup as well in the first round. Uh, which, yeah, which was to Harry, I believe? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, I think it was Harry anyway. Um, no, it was to Nuthatch. Oh, it's, oh lost, that was it, that was it. Yeah, lost Sorry, 3-1. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Harry knocked out Rhino. That, yeah, there we go. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, which again, two shocks in in itself there, really. Yeah. Um, again, you know, Payne. We we talked about it in terms of Scudo, which we're going to come on to now. You know, Payne's there on 50 mil. Um, the argument would be that some of that maybe, like you say, needs to be spent in in the defensive area. Uh, Berger, you're sat on 55, and then obviously there's a huge jump up then to Paul at 144. I mean, <laughs> we, we've talked about it before. Ash, do we need some sort of high earn attacks? Is it his right to spend that how he wants when he wants? What what do we think? I mean, he could just before you say he could monopolise the next BFA if it's not blind and if it's not, um, uh, you know, like a, a precursor, you know, where it's only div two or something like that. You know, everybody can join in if you game attack doesn't start with a P, etc. <laughs> you know, um, what, what do we think? Does something need to happen there? Are we just, you know, old man shouting at clouds? What, what's the situation? Uh, I mean, are you asking me? Sorry. Oh, I was asking Ash, but Berger, oh. you go. You go. You um, go I think it is money. Um, if you saw quite a few people up there, um, then there's a competition. But I'd like to go back to Mark the Shark. He had a similar situation where he bossed the BFAs for some time. But if he didn't like a player, he just put it on the market and he'll get the same or more money. Mm. So he will stay up there. And I've noticed he's been selling players as well as buying them, to be fair to Paul. But I suppose when you're in that well. position, when you're in that position and you get a player that you don't get on, or you can get another 50 million, I've only spent 30 million on him, you know, it keeps him up there. Um, I think once he's used that money on BFAs, that's actually money out the leagues as well. So he will start slowly start to go down. Mm. Uh, but I do think the Scudo is going to, because because there's not much money coming into the leagues now with their match day payments. I mean, I know I'm losing it, um, but. You look at it, most people are earning over only 300, 400k on average. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I'm a bit more savvy with money because I'm obviously paying money to play games. Um, so if I do get a play, I do have to have a, a net payment or don't want to go under in case I do anything stupid or whatnot. Mm. Um, so yeah, he's got all the money he wants to spend. It, it, it's, it's on his. If there's a player that he wants, he'll pretty much get it. <laughs> Um, he should just put 50 million. I don't think no one else would uh, compete. Um, but that's, well, that's the position yeah, he's that's got it, into. 
and that's that's it. You know, again, he he has got that situation where he can just go and spend what he wants on a player and and mm-hmm. be relatively safe, safe in the knowledge nobody's going to have a chance. Um, Bright, one of the things I was going to ask yourself as well, just because uh, I know you definitely do this because we've maxed out our games against each other, and it, it it sort of goes on the theme of Scudo, the um the head to head league. So in terms of where we're at at the moment, you know, you've got one, two, three, one, two. You've got between three and four people on each target that have that have secured their um their bonuses um and i believe it's eight million is the the max payout the two max, million yeah. per yeah. um to, per target reached do we do we need to maybe see next season an increase in that payment do you think to to get people you know to whet their appetites more do we think that's about right i mean what what do we think because head-to-heads is something that you know there's no there's no barrier to entry everybody can play head-to-heads you know over a you know what is it two month period i think or something like that you can get 24 games in um what, what's your thoughts on that bro in I terms of the scudo element people will play the uh, head-to-heads but it just um has to get a, a nice balance on what the targets are rather than what you get paid out for them so mm. um we'll wait and see what targets they come up with because there'll be a new head-to-head starting what, in about a week here yeah, next exactly, week yeah. so so I mean, we'll wait think, and see what you... targets they come up with um Personally, I'd prefer to see more targets for playing games rather than scoring goals. Then that means no matter what your ability level is, you're going to be able to earn the targets. But, but there's plenty of scope to... It's to try and make it more with. interesting, I guess, as well, though, is the, the, the thing there. Um, you know, to try and make people maybe vary the game up a little bit, you know, score a certain type of goal or play in a certain way or or whatever. Um, in in terms of the, uh, the process, Burger, again the whole point of this podcast and ash you can come in on this after because i know you don't play that many head-to-heads or what no you do actually to be fair but it's more in the afternoon you play them yeah. you know uh, the things in terms of um the the reporting and the screenshots and things a burger i know you just take a clip now um what do we think about that again in, does that that maybe deters people from playing um potentially um there was an admin meeting and like a few things that have come from that and that was actually discussed uh, so I assume something will come out in the next week or so. There will be some changes in that. Like, like the bookies was discussed and everything like that, like with the new Divisional Cup. Uh, yeah. That's out of play now. Um, just trying to freshen it up. There is there, there was a few, there's been ideas flowing about, uh, and obviously that's what uh, suited and pulled to post out, see what changes we'll make. But yeah, we... Um, that hasn't, I mean, I, I, it don't bother me putting all the screenshots or thingy, but I could see why people, it's a lot of effort to, I mean, technically, if you had screenshots and you did have to do it for each one, you're looking over 200, 300 screenshots to get 8 million scooter. Yeah. Is it worth that effort? I don't know. Um, yeah. For me, I was just, I just did a clip and it was just easier for me to do that. But um, that that's what got brought up and then hopefully we can possibly do something with targets that doesn't need, you can just go by the results or the games played and whatnot. So yeah, Um, they're going to do a post out, I'd assume. So hopefully they'll make some good and better changes for everyone. And then maybe not have a limit of 10 games as well, because that might have a, if you know you haven't got a limit, you know you haven't got any restriction, you can just literally play anybody rather than just checking and whatnot and all that stuff. No, that's fair. Brian, did you want to say something? Sorry. I was just saying, I don't think the targets deters people from playing the games. It might deter them from posting the results, yeah. but I'm sure people are still playing games. I mean, I've played games head-to-heads, and because I haven't had a target that 
of hitting that game we just don't post it but right, we're, okay. we're still playing the games sure okay mm. makes sense Ash, any thoughts on that before? No, we not that. Not that it's not been already talked about. I mean, I don't think you know the screenshots deter people. Um, in, you know, in terms of reporting results, um, mm. I mean, uh, that only they would be able to tell you that. Um, you know, whether you were to yeah. ask someone, "Oh, why don't you play?" You know, the X Men out head head games. Um, you know, whether they'd say, "Oh, uh, it's because of the, how the reporting works and all that." But um, mm. yeah. Um, no, I don't think it it affects though. No. Okay, no problem. And just in in terms of Scudo, again, just the last point we're going to make before we uh, we before we wrap tonight's podcast up is um, just on the last BFA we had, uh, we've had one in between these um, uh, these last two podcasts, uh, and there's some big money spent, boys, in this last one. So I mean, Berger, I'm going to ask you for your opinion on one of these uh, purchases. Uh, Morris spent forty eight million, so the thick end of fifty on a centre back. What do you think about that? Um. I like it because <laughs> you've got the money to spend. Uh, and if it's a position that uh, you need to drastically improve and it's a player that's going to withstand a length of time, then just for example, if he has him for three or four seasons, he's paid for his money because yeah, you haven't yeah. had to look in that area. Uh, I mean, I know I've said in the past where what's the first thing I do? I strengthen my defence and I've probably got Maybe the best defence. I've got, got a good centre-back partnership and a good right and left-back. Hmm. Um, and maybe that's what he might be doing. I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen his squad much. But, um, yeah, I mean, getting a top centre-half. And it's a player that I think he's used in the past as well. Um, so it's that likability and familiarity with a player that you've used in the past. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Ash, we saw some big money spent by Suited as well. Um 30 million on a right back Jed Spence mm. and um, we also saw him spend 27 and a half mil so again thick end of 60 mil on two players yeah. uh, the second of which was a goalkeeper mm. um, again thoughts on that do you think that again he's again like Berger said he's probably addressing needs in his team yeah, there, but that's it. like a I lot mean, of money for a goalkeeper it is um, but if that goalkeeper now sort of um, you know does him well and uh, gets upgrades over the next you know couple of games and whatnot um, then I, I mean it goes back to that point doesn't it you know um, people will spend what they feel a player is worth um, mm. you know I mean you, you mentioned suited that spent 30 million on Jed Spence I think that's, Spence just moved somewhere as, as well in real life hasn't he? Has he he's just gone on I think it was on loan um, yeah. going to was it Genoa because of that Dragazin deal to Tottenham I think or yeah, something like I that think so. I think it might be that but I'm not 100% yeah yeah um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it does go back to that point. I mean, you know, I just want to touch on a few other um, transfers quickly. Um, mm. And actually, one of them that I had written down was uh, yourself, Antonio Nusa, who I think was in the mm. league before. I think Mark the Shark maybe had him. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, You know, I mean, he's obviously rumoured at the moment with a, a move to Tottenham. Um, I think he's playing well in real life as well. Um, you know, so I, I always like the players, you know, sort of, you know, the ones that are potent, have the potential to go up in, uh, you know, real life. I mean, Oscar Bob, you know, a few weeks ago, no one knew of him. And now, uh, <laughs> go, oh, he's 66 rated, 11 million well, from Rhino. Interesting, interesting one on that as well. So me and Rhino have both bid exactly the same. Mm. Both bid 11.7 million, but Rhino got his bid in 14 minutes earlier. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so, so how, hang on, how did that work then? 
Just pure oh, honesty. Blind, pure it? Oh, it was blind, wasn't it? Last yeah, one. Blind, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. pure coincidence. <laughs> oh, I was um... going to say, how did that work in a regular VFA? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, no, pure yes, coincidence. Bizarre. Um, in a way, that again, happy accident for me. I'm kind of glad I didn't get in because I got new, sir, and I didn't quite need actually the. Um, the, the two players in them positions, so it worked out quite, worked out quite well. Um, but yeah, Bry finally, you know, looking at Ryan, obviously we mentioned him there. Um, you know, he spent, um, again, nearly 50 mil on, on two players. Um, he's not the only one, obviously. Daka going to Brill, 40 million. Hilly, 32 million on the centre mid. Anyone to stand out there? Yes, Morris has spent 48 million on the centre back as well. Mm. We have talked so, about that. We did yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, um, are the, like, the, because there's less players of a certain position, mm. does that drive the price up? So um, it yeah. seems to be fullbacks people are after, CDMs. There's not that many top goalkeepers, so or a strikers are ten a penny. So maybe that's why the the money's going on defensive players. But I mean, with a blind BFA as well, that always takes more money out of the league because you've always got to go BFAs. higher. Yeah. So. I think that's fair, and I think again, I personally, I'm a big fan of blind BFAs. I like it. I think you know, you 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 bid what you bid for the player you want, and 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 what you think you need to pay to get him. Um, yeah. And with you know, the, like your one with Rhino, it pays to bid early as well. You can't sit there like a normal one and wait to the last five minutes. Exactly. No, it's um, it's really good. Um, right then, boys. So um, I think we're pretty much there. Um, is there anything else anyone would like to to go over before we uh, wrap up? Uh, well, the, the the new cups, the division cups, I think are working well. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think again that was um, a good little suggestion, Burger. I think you know yourself and obviously was... well, all three of you obviously were in the in the admin meeting, but um, Burger, we spoke about it. I think you said it was mentioned. Mm. Um, it was mentioned uh, by Hilly, and then I just added like having a winner versus winner from yes. the divisional cup. With the that's the only thing I suggested. Not to take any credit, I just I was just purely a suggestion. But yeah, um, it's just like we're trying to integrate new things, and that's come off it. Um, yeah, and so hopefully that's a nice little addition as well, and another cup to win for other people. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. Ash, how are you getting on in the cup? Have you played your game yet? Uh, shit, because I'm out. <laughs> me too, mate. Me too. Um, I got drawn against Burger first game. Ridiculous. Uh, I played Buncey, um, which were again, you know, a good game, end to end. Went to extra time, um, so yeah, just lost out in the end. Bloody passed, gave it away, and he went and was clinical. So uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, it all seriously, no, it's a good idea, and uh, you know, I really do like them. Um, mm. Yeah. And Brian, your thoughts? Just to yeah, it, on that one. the Div 2 Cup, there's already been a few shock results. So Harry's knocked Rhino out. Um, Wiz Fox knocked out Anunnaki. And Nuthatch knocked out Payne Wales in the first round. So so basically, anyone's to win from our division. It's a, it is a nice little filler, I think, until the Cups kick in, for sure. Um, you know, again, until the, the League Cup and the Elim start, there's sometimes that little bit of a void. So, yeah, no, it's nice to uh, nice to have it there. Um, but look, boys, I think if, if no one's got anything else to talk about, we'll um, we'll wrap up. I think that's a suitable place to finish. Um, obviously, we've got some, uh, I'm sure we'll see some sports book uh, bookies uh, elements coming in soon in terms of the next fixtures before we kick off with the next pod. Um, again, just fingers crossed for uh, for the continuation of my form, Burger, eh? Let's fingers crossed uh, we, we stay up there. We'll and see. We... 
hey, you want me to win the next game in theory because it means I'd take Plunkett out, you know, take of course, some points yeah. off Plunkett. So uh, that would benefit you. It's a much bigger season. So, um, and to be fair, there's probably more winnable, more winnable games for everybody um, having 14 people in there. So, yeah. Chad, um, saying you've peaked already. <laughs> I don't think he's wrong, though, Brian. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never wrong. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, and on that horrible note, <laughs> we will, uh, we'll leave it there, boys. So, look, thank you very much for coming on, you guys. Um, Berger, uh, thank you very much for coming on. Um, again, thanks for stepping up as normal. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And, yeah, up the walls. Sunday. Oh yeah, don't forget, yeah, your big uh, your big fake derby. Yeah, be good. Whatever. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for coming yeah, on. Always enjoyable to come on again. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for stepping up. And Ash, obviously, thank you for coming on as always. Yep. Um again, good luck in your uh, your next games as well. Yeah, thank you. Uh Paul Lowe's on uh, I think Sunday evening. Um, you know, hopefully uh hopefully we can get up to a few more points on the board. Um yeah 100% um, right boys we'll leave it there but thank you very much everybody for listening and uh, again please reach out obviously to myself or Ash and uh, we'll get you on the next one take care everybody see you later bye bye <laughs>